Hey, you guys don't like Marvel at all, though, right? Lance likes Marvel. Okay, I might have to talk to him about. I, I like what's Captain going... America. Well, do you like the Captain America right now? I like Captain America White. Okay. <laughs> I know I, that's like the most racist. Okay. I know. <laughs> Okay. All right. There is a comic book series called Cap. You know what I'm talking about, right? There's a comic book series called Captain America White by Jeff Loeb. Okay, that's what I like and I read. I'm sorry. I know. I know Sam Wilson is Captain America now. I'm sorry. I apologize. Welcome back to Nerds Explain It All. I'm Zach. And I'm Nick. And it's another edition of DC TV Week in Review. Woo! Pretty good week. Pretty good week of television for DC, right, Nick? I think, like, every week so far has been good. I haven't had any real complaints. Anyway, Supergirl. The episode this week was Livewire. Now, actually, this was supposed to be the fifth episode. But yeah. They switched the order because of all the terrorist attacks in Paris. So mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to them, but apparently the plot to the Supergirl episode um, production order number four was about a series of bombings around uh, National City. So topically, it was kind of a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. So they, I wasn't sure if they were going to delay the episode like it definitely or not show it at all or who knows, but apparently they, they just flopped the order. Yeah, they just switched it, uh, from what I understand, Which, next week. That, at that point, like, why even do anything? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, what? either postpone it for, like, months till, mm-hmm. till this is far behind you, or just show it and you're going to show it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I think that that's my stance on it. Like, right. what, what difference is we – it's like we're still like, – people are still talking about Paris. It's an ongoing thing right now. Right. So it, it's going to have the same impact, in my opinion. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I definitely agree, and uh, it it does seem like uh, there's only one little small little quip in the beginning of the episode that kind of threw me off, was that uh, Lucy and James are back together. I was like, wait, when did when did this happen? Well, even it, even it, so, other, you, you could you could overlook that, like, okay, yeah, well, they went out, that. and that's now they're I mean, a couple, and that's how it is, you know? Yeah, and that that's the only thing. So I can see why they just wanted to delay it a week. Who knows? Maybe the story there's a little bit more to the story than uh, expected. But de- this episode definitely left uh, left with a little feeling like, oh, there, it seems like there's supposed to be a break after this episode. Um, Right, right. Well, actually, I'm reading the synopsis here of how does she do it is the question. Is that quote? Well, it it ends in a question mark. <laughs> uh, that's what, but is the title of the episode uh, episode four, uh, A New Hope? No, <laughs> episode four. <laughs> hey, that's in a month. So. Um, it says the description is Kara must protect National City from a series of bombings and babysit Cat's son while James is visited. By Lucy Lane. Interestingly, the cat mentioned she had a son in this yeah. episode. But I thought that was just a one-off, you know, mention. I didn't realize that that was referring to a character we would have met by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so all the, get all the hardcore like real life world issues aside, uh, they decided to run Livewire this week. And now Livewire's character, much like Harley Quinn, who was created for the DC animated universe. Wait, is Harley Quinn allowed to be said? 
Uh, on, on this podcast, yes. <laughs> she was in Arrow. We didn't hear her name, but did, she was yeah. in Arrow. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so disappointed. Har- uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> not Harley Quinn. Well, Harley Quinn was in, first introduced in Batman the Animated Series, became very popular, and now she's a staple of the Batman mythos. It's actually very impressive. The character's been around 20 years. Oh, wow. And, you know, it, that sounds like forever, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, Batman's been around 75 years. <laughs> So think of it that way. Okay. And she's she's synonymous with the Joker who's been around since 1940. And she was invented in 1992. So, you know, she's done pretty well for herself. Uh, Livewire isn't quite the equivalent on the Superman side of things. But similarly, she was invented for the Superman the Animated Series. Uh, 1996, I believe. And uh, she's such a, a, a character of the 90s. You know, she's a shock jock radio host. You know? <laughs> it's like, how, how how much more '90s can you get than that, right? Right, right. Did you did you see the Superman animated series episodes with her, Nick? I I do remember watching episodes with her. I actually knew who Livewire was, and when the preview came out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually know who this villain is for once, and it, it got me excited because the animated series, both Batman and uh, Superman, were my staples of growing up. That's why I probably like DC more right. because defining that's... parts of our lives. Yes. Yeah. Defining parts. <laughs> so Livewire is a female. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm seeing this trend of like, I, I don't know, like we'll get into it here, but this episode is so like, let's it's all girls all the time. It's like, look, that is not the right approach. If you want to, because look, let, let's face it. Media uh, entertainment has been, for for decades because it has been oversaturated with white males okay i get it right mm-hmm. but it seems to me on this show they're like going out of their way to like we're gonna have female villains and and female bosses and female friends and female parents and <laughs> because it's like uh so so cat uh, supergirl works for cat grant who is a woman okay her sibling is a sister okay her foster father is dead, so that just leaves her foster mother. Okay, her main antagonist Pronounced is, is dead. her main dead antagonist dead. is her <laughs> evil aunt. Okay, mm. from Krypton. Her parent connection from Krypton is her mother. No, no sign of her father anywhere. Uh, and then, of course, the villains of the week here, uh, here. Here's a perfect example. It's a girl. So it's like, come on, right? Is that not? Is that just my white male privilege getting offended, or, or what? Do you, <laughs> uh, do you see what I'm I, saying, though? Yeah, actually, the. Uh... Uh, I don't. I don't have any issue with it. But yeah, I don't. I did, I'm not really I, taking issue with yeah. it, but I'm, I feel like I need to point it out. Yeah, yeah. Like in the beginning of the episode, where she's fighting the alien, and yes. she calls it he, and they were like, actually, that was a she. That, it kind of uh, my a little thing that I realized right there. I was like, oh, okay. And that was actually episode, a cute moment. She's like, oh, respect. Yeah, respect. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but it's the, yeah. it's a, it's a symptom of the whole episode, like you were saying. Go ahead. Yeah, it, and then since then, I started thinking about like, okay, how many how many times is this going to be referenced? And yeah, uh, I do understand the demographics that they're going for, and there are a lot of people who are watching it that are are male as well, and it's just going to be really odd if every single episode. Will, uh, will be like that because I know there for a fact there will be people out there that would complain about it. I, I think it was just the so way much of it so, in this episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, good, I, her parents are coming to town. No, just her mother because, of course, her father is dead, allegedly. And we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, I felt like, like I said, it doesn't really bother me, I guess, but it, 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 it 
It was I, just I noticed that every, it. I, I caught on right at the beginning just because of the way it was introduced. Right. I don't think you should notice stuff like that, but yeah. that's just me being a white male chauvinist, I guess. Anyway, so this episode is the Thanksgiving episode, as we as we uh, mentioned earlier. They, or, they flipped the episodes. Or Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. I mean, friend right. zone giving. Friend so. zone giving. That should, that should be the title <laughs> of this episode. Um, but actually, it starts out with, uh, uh, I totally forget her name, Livewire's real name, because it doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway, she, she, she she's, a shock jock, she's yes. on a shock. She's a shock jock and she's talking BS about Supergirl. And this is what I'm saying. It's so nineties, right? So Howard Stern, uh, it's like there's with now that there's the internet and there's message boards and all that on social media, uh, this shock jock stuff just doesn't fly anymore. It doesn't, it's not like, Oh man, you see what, hear what Howard Stern said? It's like, no, <laughs> but I read the Reddit thread about it <laughs> right, um, right, right. so but but why are all these like you, you so she's going on this rant about supergirl and everyone in the city is apparently listening to her at this time like like kara and alex and her mom are at it home was like listening in to the it middle of the day yeah win like... is listening to it at work <laughs> jimmy's listening to it uh cat i mean i i get maybe why jim and cat and uh, uh win yeah. are listening because she as you find out it's a cat code radio station she's on so that and that ties together the whole thing of so she has a personal vendetta against cat grant because cat grant pretty much uh kicks her off a radio show for uh slandering supergirl on the air kicks her into the weather weather uh the weather not the weather the traffic 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 and weather together uh (laughs) uh, traffic helicopter there's a lightning storm supergirl tries to save uh, the helicopter because it starts spinning out of control and classic superman uh accident situation <laughs> um she gets now like this she gets struck by lightning uh supergirl herself gets struck by lightning and while she's struck by lightning that she's holding a uh, live wire live wire like trying to get her out of the helicopter so that actually she's as hank Hinshaw puts it later she's the the uh x element the variable uh <laughs> that, that gives her her powers now luckily she wasn't holding a piece of kryptonite because if you've learned anything from smallville it's if a kryptonian is hit by lightning or any kind of electricity and is holding kryptonite, their powers get transferred to the human who they were touching. <laughs> oh. Remember that? I, that was a really long time ago. Yeah, yeah was, I do. That I was do a long time that. ago. Uh, the Iceman himself, uh, Sean Ashmore, was the first guy who got his powers from Clark. <laughs> Not to be confused with his twin brother, Aaron, who later played Jimmy Olsen on the show. Oh. Henry James Olsen, to be precise. But anyway, we're getting, <laughs> going down a rabbit hole there. Uh so, you know, I actually really liked uh, the special effects and the way they portrayed Livewire. I thought they were good. I mean, they're yeah. pretty much on par with uh, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. And that's, that's who she they, is. They still have some issues with, like, levitation, but I, I'm giving them more levitation. time. Yeah, because it's, sometimes it's kind of awkward when her, she's just floating in the air and but see, fighting. I like, like that, though, because I, I feel like past shows have not done that enough. Like, if you were Superman mm-hmm. or Supergirl... You, well, would, the, you wouldn't what, just stand on the ground the whole like DK yeah, standing what, what on the I'm ground. What I'm hoping because <laughs> they keep doing this that they find out a really good way to stabilize it. Because sometimes it looks like she's just wobbling a little bit. Well, you would be which, wobbling. She's floating in the yeah, air. Like I actually don't. But she's not fluid with it, so she just well. looks really sturdy. Like if if I was in the air, kind of wobbling, <laughs> I would at least move my body with it rather than just like being stiff as a board. I, I guess I, I see know. your point, but after ten years of Smallville with no flying, I'm just so happy to see. <laughs> So happy to see this. Um, so yeah, I, I thought the special effects were great for an episode titled really? Live Wire. She actually didn't have that much screen time or character development um, because it was more about all the family dynamics for, for Friendsgiving 
did he did she actually ever say Livewire? I forget if if she actually says that. Um, isn't Livewire like Livewire Studios, and that where she's broadcasting from, or oh, something oh, like that? Okay, okay. Anyway, was a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the DEO will codename her Livewire. Um, <laughs> they need a Cisco though. Oh, so so they're talk. She so she's talking to Hank Henshaw and Alex about capturing Livewire, and as he's explaining it, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh man, that's just like Ghostbusters." <laughs> And then Kara says, like, Ghostbusters, cool. I was like, yes, 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 I love it. Uh, So that was cool. And then, you know, there's a lot of good character development here for Cat Grant. I think they're humanizing her more and more as time goes on, which is good. Because you can only play that one note, you know, bitchy boss for so long, right? Which is going to be odd to see in the next episode because it's probably going to feel like she didn't learn anything. (laughs) (laughs) But that's 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 perfectly fine. But yeah, they really humanized her. And it's almost as if, like, oh... Oh, well, she doesn't have parents either, so it seemed like she's warming up to her too. Like she says to Kara at the end, she's like, you know, I realize I don't know very much about you, and I think that should change. <laughs> like she <laughs> out- hint, hint, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna figure out your super exactly. Girl. And and you know when <laughs> um when Kara mentions win, she says, "What is a win?" <laughs> It's like, yeah. it's IT, he sits next to me. <laughs> that's, that's basically the exact same question that the audience will ask every single time he's brought up. <laughs> oh, poor Wynn. So let's talk about Wynn for a second. Let's talk about, so this is this is Friendsgiving. Um, Friendsgiving. Yeah. You know, we all know people who this may or may not have happened to, been invited to, had no Thanksgiving plans for themselves, and been invited to other families' Thanksgivings. Uh, so it's funny because uh, Wynn is just – Saying, oh, I'm just going to be at home and watch. Wait, what was he going to watch? Like, uh, oh, Orphan Black. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very interesting show to say. Because he's one of us, apparently. Um, and she's like, oh, no, no, you need to come over. You need to come over. And he's like, okay, great. And then, you know, Jim Jim comes on by. And she's like, oh, Jim, you should come over. You should come over. And he's like, well, I'm actually going out of town with Lucy. And she's like, oh, okay, well, you guys have fun. Um, and that would have been fine, right? I'm like, good. We've got Jim out of the way. Yeah. But flash forward to the actual dinner, okay? You have uh, Helen Slater plays their mother. Now, I, I was on record as saying I didn't think we were ever going to see them again. <laughs> I, I was surprised and impressed that we are. Yes. Uh, I mean, I think Helen Slater did a good job. You know, all this when they do stunt casting like this, you're like you're always like, well, is this really a fit for the character or are they just trying to make it work? Now, I, de- I feel like with Helen Slater, it really fits mm-hmm. with the character. Like, she, she really comes off as that, like, concerned mother, and she, she played the part very well. Um Dean Kane, on the other hand, feels more just like stunt casting. Like, well, like it, if he had not like, been Superman in the past, yeah. they would not have cast him as, as Mr. Danvers. Yeah, and with, with Dean Kane, I, I think. Uh, by the way, Dean Kane. Dean Kane looks exactly like Matt Lewis does now. By the way, <laughs> I need I need to tell him this because we, I, we need to tell. We need to tell <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think Dean Kane will probably now be playing a big part, a big role now. Just because of the fact that he's quote unquote kidnapped or disappeared or something. Well, that was twelve years ago. I think there's a lot of story left they could tell if they choose to oh, in the flashbacks. They choose to, right, uh, right. But you never know. Like, are they going to get? Is every episode where Helen Slater comes on going to be flashbacks when they were kids? <laughs> are they going to do it when she's not there? Uh, it, it, like I like I said earlier, they're treating this show more like the Flash, where the flashbacks are just when they see fit. Right. As opposed to Arrow, we're like, okay, we got to have our, our five flashbacks per episode or whatever. Right. Uh, but anyway, Dean Kane, I mean, he's fine, but it's like, I don't really see. It's like, okay, obviously you, you're 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 in this show because you were in another show with Superman in it. Um, <laughs> now the girl who plays younger Alex looks exactly like Alex. They did a great job casting yeah. her. 
Uh, the one that plays younger Kara, it's like, okay, you look nothing like Melissa well, Benoit. Can, I, we, can we not cast a ho- person Hopefully, looks more hopefully like there's you? like some flashback where she gets like a makeover. There's, or there's an like intermediate that. actress at yeah, some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she hits puberty or something. Who knows? Uh, anyway, so so we got some of those flashbacks. Uh, as we had hinted at, um, we see the past. We see uh, young Kara and Alex and uh, the Danvers. And the DEO comes by to visit uh, visit the Danvers, and it's Hank Henshaw. Um, so this the, the plot thickens with him, because basically he uh, blackmails uh, Mr. Danvers, Dean Kane, to work for the DEO, because he says, "quote I know everything about Superman," <laughs> which is such a <laughs> which is such a meta line because he played Superman. Uh, because basically they want to use Kara to study Kryptonians and this and that. They want to take her in for, to their, you know, facility. And, uh, because, because this was an interesting point. He said, Superman will not cooperate with us. So I like that. You know, I like how Superman, and that's what Superman would do. He would not submit himself to government testing and all that. That's the whole reason that's the Kent's greatest fear of their whole lives was the government would come take Clark away from him. So, uh, so that's a good theme going through there. Um, so there's, there's actually, and I've noticed in these Supergirl episodes, there's a lot of good themes. Like every episode mm-hmm. has like a theme and like a, and, they're trying to tell it, a story like that has a, a message throughout. And it's fun. It's yes. Not and it's, it's not depressing. There's not universe. The universe isn't at stake. Like on the flash sometimes, like the flash is always fun. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, but if, if Barry has to be like pep talked up one more time, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's like, come on. But anyway. Uh, and so, yeah, so we had, Actually, we, we touched on a lot of things there, but let me wrap back around to my initial thing, my initial point break out on this tangent. So they go to have their Friendsgiving. It's Wynn, uh, Alex, Kara, and their mom. And there's a lot of tension because uh, they finally tell Alex had been lying to her mom about her working with the DEO this whole time. And also their mom had not wanted Kara to reveal herself to the world. And, uh, and then she had always been harder on Alex than she had been on Kara because Kara was an alien and blah, 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 blah. You know, and then they reconcile the end. And like, You've always been my Supergirl, and it's cute, and it's nice. But <laughs> during this dinner, like, like they're, they're supposed to, like, go around and see what they're thankful for. So I think Wynn's about, like, he's, like, worked up his courage. He's finally going to he's finally gonna tell Kara you know, something, too. right? Uh, yeah. And then she gets a phone call from Jane. She's like, oh, sorry, i got to go take this. <laughs> And then she yeah. and then she leaves, goes off to her room, whatever, to talk to James. Now James, this is highly inappropriate. Like this guy, dude, what are you doing? You're <laughs> off with your. He's off with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. At, at their house, having Thanksgiving with what, Ohio. Do the Kents live? Uh, the Kents, the Lanes live in Ohio now. Is Lois Lane at this house? Is Clark Kent there? Like I want to see what's going on in the <laughs> other room, right? No, they what, didn't. They go to like some other place. I, I forgot what it's called. The win- uh, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't think I think it was a vacation. It wasn't. I don't think it was back to the Kent's farm. Oh, okay. It was like well, in, anyway, or something like because at this point Lois and Clark have to be married, right? I mean, if it's twelve years, he's been Superman for twelve years. What are you doing, right? It uh, depends on which universe this is. Right, right, right. <laughs> Lois is married to Jonathan Carroll or whatever that guy's name was in the New Fifty Two. Um, so or Richard White. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what are you doing, James? You're like calling this girl who you know likes you, right? And so it's like, what it, it, this, 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 what is going? Why? What did you take from that? Like, I, I, I did not. I understand why they did it to have more James in the episode, right? Mm. To play up Kara's crush on him and this and that. But I just felt like on his end, that was inappropriate. And he yeah, should, should be I doing actually, that. I, I highly agree. That was very inappropriate for him to do. And it almost seemed like uh, Lucy was probably literally in another room doing something, and he was like, I guess I'll just call Kara, say Happy Thanksgiving. It, it, it was. 
an, uh, something that he could have completely Because he said at least twice, like, hey, if you need James Olsen, give me a call. call. It's like, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. It almost as if, like, give me a call. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the episode, you know, um, they come back and, and uh, whatever. But I don't even remember what happens at the end. But I think, don't they talk again at the end? Doesn't James come back and talk to her? And Yeah. Um, yeah. He said, I forgot what he said exactly. But I just remember that Wynn was telling Right, uh, he was trying to tell Carol tell like, what he basically. He well, he thinking. does. He says, "I'm thankful for you," and he doesn't even really. The thing is, he doesn't even really say like, "Look, I'm in love with you" or anything like that. He just says, "You know what? You're I've you've really elevated my my life or whatever," and I'm thankful mm-hmm. for you. And then he gives her a kiss, kiss. gives her a kiss on the cheek, which is I and, think is harmless and fine. But then she mm-hmm. like completely like overreacts to it and and like goes like, "Oh, hey guys," or something, and just and, finds oh, an hey, excuse James, uh, to, to, to run away. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah. come on. Give the guy a break. He built you an yeah. office. He made your suit." <laughs> right. Well, Mr. Friendzone over here, but he also well, reveals his dad is a supervillain, which yeah, is important. Which, yeah. which was really weird. It was just like, like, "By the way, my dad's in jail. It's okay cuz he's a bad guy." Yeah. <laughs> um, which and she's like, oh, is wow. playing to my thought that he might come out as a villain or like there's no way to know on these cw shows so yeah. well uh, it's not cw well it's right well it's the same people but it, it's the same <laughs> it's gonna be one of the two he's gonna die or he's gonna become a villain there's no one between now, now one of the things i do have to say because the word friends zone came up he is also not taking the hint that kara doesn't like him that's true it's like well it's <laughs> after this episode like we need to see how he reacts <laughs> Of course, well, it'll it'll take us it'll take a step back next week, and then we'll see in two weeks. Um, actually, there is no episode next week because of Thanksgiving week, uh, or is there? I think there is one. Next uh, I'm week. getting confused from the CW schedule. That's yeah, CW <laughs> schedule. They don't have it. Right. I am not sure what the ABC schedule is because they this didn't is start CBS. Late. So or CBS. But yeah, this was supposed to run next week. So yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, yes, when will take a step back as a character next week, and then we'll see in two weeks from now if he kind of lays off, you know, after being shot down in not so many ways. Um, so yay, love triangles and stuff. <laughs> Maybe Wynn will give up his life to save James. That'd be fine. That, I can see that. Yeah. When they finally realize they don't need Wynn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they Who's make... Wynn? <laughs> yeah. What is a win? <laughs> what, is a, what is a win? So yeah, um, but yeah, I really liked this episode. You know, I, I I enjoyed it. Like, and I like it when I recognize the villains too, because Livewire definitely was a really great villain i liked how she she lost to her uh to water because that was actually very clever yeah and I, she was using her super hearing to hear there was water underneath and, and very resourceful with her powers which you don't see a lot on the superhero shows like the flash for example who could solve every problem in five seconds if he used his brain <laughs> um, well that's one of the things about flash too i guess we'll get into it later but he's not the smart flash as well, like well, well, they, they, they kind of try to make in this episode, but yeah, that, that's a good time to transition. One last thing I'll say about this, though, and then we'll transition to the Flash. Do you think we're going to see Dean Kane show up again in the present? Like, oh, in present? Because I mean, he died in a what a plane crash, and how long ago was that? Right? I don't think they ever said how long ago that was. So, see, what would be really interesting is if Dean Kane, instead of Hank Henshaw, was on the spaceship that goes out. Like if they or if he was on the same spaceship, I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 we don't even know if that's happened yet. Yeah, and so, we don't but, even. But know. they've really they've really painted Hank Henshaw in a more questionable corner now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, even at the end, like you can tell that they're the sisters are like, we got to find out what happened to our dad, and 
And they're, that, not, they're if, not at all chumming around with Hank Inshaw being smart asses to him. He's like, oh, don't come kinda, back. That kind of kills my Martian theory. I mean, Martian Manhunter theory, because he would have just read their minds and be like, oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> so I'm thinking the cyborg thing where the red eyes and can, technology and all that. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So Or just be alter. He's he's has an inner battle trying to fight whatever is in him. Yeah. So sometimes he comes out, sometimes the other one comes out. We'll yeah, that's, I'm sick of that storyline. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to the Flash, Guerrilla Warfare is the episode Woo. title. Uh, Grodd comes oh, back. I think Grodd looked a lot better this time around. Like he looked fine last. They got time. a budget. <laughs> I mean, man, they blew the budget. <laughs> like, this episode uh, was actually really surprising in how much that they spent on like CGI stuff. Yeah, they really showed a lot of Grodd, and and, and like I'd say eighty five percent of the time it looked great. There were, <laughs> sometimes it was kind of. It's kind of easy, but I mean, it was uh, getting sucked into the warp hole. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that looks not good. Uh, but come on, TV budget—they got a CGI gorilla, and and they found a great way to get rid of it. They sent him to Earth Two, a gorilla city. Woo! I mean, that's like so happy. maybe they're hope. Maybe they're thinking like, okay, maybe in season five we'll have enough budget to do this. You know, but that that's a good way to get to remove him from Central City because I'm glad they addressed it because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you got this super intelligent gorilla, telepathic gorilla. <laughs> running around central city and i'm glad they went ahead and addressed it now uh so that way people won't be like hey what happened to grod shouldn't they deal with that <laughs> kind of like they addressed uh what was it the time room this week first of all wait how do they access the time room okay because okay they get the they have the reverse flash suit out oh, of the right. time room but the, i think cisco calls it the time vault right okay so yeah. first of all only barry could open that i thought and second of all well i know wells took gideon with him um, because actually the producer said that. I think that was in his reverse flash oh, suit. Okay. So that's why it's not there. So actually all that stuff should be gone, right? There shouldn't be anything in there. So th- th- that's some BS. I think I think what they should have done is had Cisco um, alter one of the flash suits. Uh, Here's what I think, and this would have been really cool, and they missed a huge opportunity here, right? So they alter one of the red flash suits to turn into the reverse flash suit, right? Because, like, oh, we need to make Grodd think that Wells is, you know, reverse Flash, right? Which was a cool twist, by the way. I enjoyed that. That was that yeah, was very cool. Yeah. Um, and so so Cisco makes, you know, the, the red suit, the yellow suit. And then that's the yellow suit. And then somewhere down the road, Eobard Thawne gets that suit. Oh, and it's really and it's kind of like a you know a chicken or the egg thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it kind of made it's the Terminator, it's the time loop, right? So that would have been <laughs> awesome. And I'm sure, I'm sure if they would have thought about that, they would have done it. Um, uh, one of the reasons why I think they kind of why would there that, be an extra yellow suit? <laughs> yeah, with an extra ring. Because <laughs> yes. at the end, he was like, "Can you figure out how to get this ring? Like, it'd be really nice that I don't have to carry this red suit around." Yeah. And Wells goes, "I can help with that." And Ooh, this episode made me question Wells a lot. Yeah, because it was weird because he did seem like he was getting into the part of Reverse Flash a little too much, wasn't he? Yeah. But I and, think and that's just a mess with the, us when he was as talking the audience. Broad, it yeah. almost like, was he given like a full brief of what Wells did? Because he almost seemed like he was Wells. I mean, he was Earbard. He's like, yeah, I, I made you a promise. You. Yeah, yeah, that was... And it's like... That was a little bit too serious. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too like specific. He was talking to his own girl. I think they're just, I think they're just messing with us as the audience. Like, I don't think that's going right. to go anywhere. Kind of like when Wells showed up in the basement that episode, and he looked oh. all like the Terminator. Man, it just annoys me now that I thought of that, and I just thought of that like as we were talking <laughs> about the yellow suit. You know, I, it, that would have been a perfect predestination paradox. You know, and they mm-hmm. might go there at some point. I don't know because you, you got to think like, how did, 
how did they how were why would reverse flash have a suit like that to begin with yeah. clearly it's based off the flash suit so mm-hmm. um now, i it, it, remind, it reminds me of when they got the new flash out uh emblems like now did i create this because i yeah. saw it in the future mm-hmm. maybe and maybe that's why they didn't do that because they had already done that they, you know they could still salvage it though because i think I, and we're spending all this time on such a minor plot point in the episode but <laughs> it, it, to me it was the most interesting thing uh they could make so he found in the time vault right so that means it could have been from the future so maybe at some point they do do that and that's where it came from kind of like you know anyway i love time travel stuff so <laughs> uh anyway so so they had garage and he was he was trying to interesting it was like bride of frankenstein right he wanted caitlin to make more gorillas like him uh which was which was cool because that's what he is he, he's a science experiment gone wrong he's like like a frankenstein uh, they did a little nod to Kong to King Kong as well because the way the uh, I thought they were doing it because the way Caitlin was wearing like a white dress when she was captured, and oh, she that's true, yeah, and she woke up there and then you you see Grodd in the rafters. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's kind of looks like King Kong. Yeah, that, that, there's definitely some Kong vibes with him. And then also, you know, we had Cisco going on his date with Hawk Girl. Oh, so yeah. so he kissed her and he seed that he saw Hawk. He seed terrible, terrible grammar. <laughs> He saw that there was a hawk person, you know, he vibes a hawk person from her. And then he leaves. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't, <laughs> I don't care what kind of visions you get. You stay on that date, son. She, he's, well, he's lucky that she gave him a second chance there at the end when he yeah, did the say yeah. anything thing with the basket. Well, she, he, he probably, I, I, it, with his new newly found powers, so far all his powers were just like, okay, there's an enemy. There's an enemy. There's an enemy. So it's like, okay, there's an enemy. I need to go tell someone about it. Well, before so, it was he used to touch objects, and now it's he like the people or the thing. So I, I don't know if they've changed that or if they're gonna like do both. I, I think what. it's a little bit more with emotion, or who knows? Well, about, and, uh, and, and his powers are evolving, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But uh, but He's that was close. So at first he thought it was Hawk Man, but then he saw it was Hawk Girl. But both um, of them are real, so maybe right. So, and we're gonna we're gonna see them in two weeks in the uh, crossover episode, which is so, cool. Which is cool. Um, Legends of today, I think they're called, because you know, spinning off Legends of tomorrow. <laughs> um anyway I, I i really like this episode of the flash I, I i always the grod episodes i'm always like okay what are they gonna do here they always feel really like random like you're, you're bringing in this now i like, like i like how they had detective joe west where he i, I don't know why i said his full name but uh, <laughs> when he was ready in his grod yeah grod because he still has a little bit of trauma yeah he, he's of, scared like, of gorillas as he should yeah. be that was some scary stuff now now am i the only one who was like Gosh darn it! Tell tell Patty Spivet already, because like I, <laughs> she, either she's already figured it out or she's just like it's playing like, dumb. Joe, why did you have to mention the soup? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as if he did that on purpose. I, on purpose. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, she, she. I like at the end she's like, "You cannot be a smartass all the time." So I, he, I've he's... had I've had that conversation with previous girlfriends, and you, you really can't be. You know, you. you <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that was fun. They're, they're cute together. I really like them as a they're, couple. They're hopefully, really hopefully they don't screw that up. Now in the new Fifty Two, last I checked, because I haven't read in a while, what Barry Allen and Patty Spivet were a couple, and they you know they were the couple of the Flash. So hopefully they stick with that for a while. Like I know like Iris was supposed to be the one, but you know that that's an alternate timeline. So they can they can just go with that, you know, and and use that excuse. You know, kind of like with Arrow. I, I don't know what they're gonna do with, with Felicity and laurel or whatever but we'll talk about that when we get or, there or sarah you know even i mean there's so many possibilities <laughs> there for for oliver uh to, for the black canary equivalent to his green arrow but on the flash they literally have an alternate timeline 
so they can say they can do anything with Barry and Iris, you know? And I, I think they're better off not as a, cause that was creepy to begin with because she was his <laughs> foster sister. I mean, that's right. adoptive right. sister, whatever. But, uh, but I like, yeah, I really like Patty and Barry and, um, also, I like. I, I, I'm just getting. I'm just getting annoyed that they haven't told her already. Well, you gotta have. I think things would be so much easier if she knew. Well, no, you gotta have. You gotta have one or two people who don't know the secret. Like I, part of the appeal it's of these superhero shows. The that, well, it is a problem because everybody freaking knows. <laughs> no, that, that's I'm, why I'm they being, have to keep I'm being sarcastic. That's why they have to keep introducing these new characters like Tim Tebow, the 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 campaign manager, <laughs> because he's like the the one guy in their lives who doesn't know. Uh, and he calls her. You can't, Oliver. You can't call her Speedy. He just it, yeah, he will soon enough, I'm sure. But it, okay, anyway, we'll hold off a second on Arrow. We're not there yet, but <laughs> um, yeah, somebody has to be in the dark about this because part of the whole thing about superhero shows is the secret identity. It's fun. It's a trope of the show. And, and I remember when Arrow first started, it was always fun to see him like sneak out of things and, and that's the whole thing. Clark Kent trying to you know make up excuses about having to leave to go be Superman. That's part of the fun of these superhero shows. And, and since if everybody – okay, and here, here's the deal. Everybody knows a secret, and they're all a big team, and they're all, they all have headsets and earpieces, and they're all talking out there, you know. And it was – this episode was an interesting reversal because Wells, uh, Caitlin, and Cisco were out there in the field, and Barry was Barry at was Star Labs in the mm-hmm. conveniently left-behind wheelchair by <laughs> Dr. Wells. <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm glad we had this. Um, and, you know, they basically they, they do a um, – Actually, this is very similar to the first season of Arrow. After the Dark Archer defeats uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oliver, he kind of has a he gets physically beaten and he has like a mental block, you know. And uh, I think he, he can't even shoot a tennis ball out of Diggle's hand or something like that, if I recall. And so a lot of the problem is mental here with Barry because he got just humiliated physically and and just publicly by Zoom. Um, so he's dealing with that. And oh yeah, and I know we mentioned last week, like man, I hope they don't act like he's going to be paralyzed for life. And they didn't. They just said, "Look, it's going to take a little more time." Um, but what it really was was he was hurt mentally, right? And so what do we do? We call his dad to come in and give him a pet talk. Like I like all the, all the scenes Barry uh, Grant Gustin has with Henry Allen, John Wesley Ship, the original Flash from 1990 show. Uh, those are always great scenes. I mm. really think they're great. And I liked how he talks about like, look. Everybody thought I killed your mother, my wife, you know, in front of you, my son, and that you know that's some that's some heavy stuff. And they have such great scenes together and talking to him, and that 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 inspirational talk worked for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, Barry's about to get defeated at the end by Grodd, and then you know, everyone's like, "Barry, I believe in you. You can do it." And and then Henry's <laughs> like, "Barry, combined. put your yeah, put put your put away your fear, son. You just got it. It's like okay, we get it. All right, we the guy needs encouragement. Like I, you know what I'm saying though. Like I I miss. Maybe it's like society, right? I don't want to get all deep here, but, you know, this is why we have these discussions, right? Like, mm-hmm. think about it this way. It's like, I feel like in the old days, superheroes were like, they're one-man shows, you know? And they went out and they did things themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously, as technology has grown and, and teamwork has been a bigger deal in our society, you know, that has evolved where, those, you know, Batman, the ultimate loner, he has the Bat family now. He got, he has more supporting characters yeah. than anybody, he does yeah, actually. It's, he ridi- has it's so ridiculous. Many. I, was trying to, I was thinking about it the other <laughs> yeah. day. I was like, "Oh um, my gosh, who's this?" Who's like back this? in the day, like I prefer like it, they talk about original team Arrow on Arrow when it was Oliver, Felicity, and Diggle. I liked it better when it was Oliver and Diggle. You know, I mean, you had it was hey, like Batman don't, and Alfred. Don't hate on my Felicity spoke. Well, I'm just I'm <laughs> just saying that like I like back to basics, right? You don't have teams. Right. So I feel like you know maybe it's society these days. It's like an enablement. Like you have to have all these people giving you positive reinforcement for able. <laughs> 
for you to do your job, you know? And I just, it, it seems like a recurrent theme with the flash. He just, he just always needs, you know, in the first season was Wells telling him, you, you can do it, Barry, run, Barry, run. And, and all that stuff. It's like, come right. on. I know you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying though? Like I'm, no, su- he, super, uh, Supergirl uh, does it too. Supergirl has like the Dio in her ear the whole time. Like I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick. Of, I just want to see somebody go out there and do something on their own. You know? Well, I I think that's also one. I think the reason why they have these whole teamwork things, it, you try they try to put the 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 viewers, the audience, part, to be part of it because if you if you take just regular people and put them on a team, it's like okay, I could be like that one day rather than oh, I need superpowers in order to be like a hero. And I, I yeah, maybe it's a little bit of what this 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 generation where we need these things, but the pep talks <laughs> do get. A little bit more like, okay, he should have already figured it out by now <laughs> after the 20th time someone had to talk to him about it. Exactly. And uh, it, it, they deliver great, great plot. I mean, sorry, they get, deliver great messages to the viewers. Uh, I just... Well, I think the, 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 I, the scenes... figure out another way. The scenes with Joe and Barry and the scenes with Henry and Barry are always great, okay? But I'm specifically referring to the scenes where, like, they're all gathered around the microphone. Oh, you know. okay. And, like, like with, you like... You can do it. Like, last season was the same thing in the last Grodd episode, right? Like, Barry was out to get defeated, but I, then Iris grabbed the microphone and told him, Barry, you can do this, and I believe in you, because you know, well, we believe in the Flash, and blah, 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 blah. And believe in yourself, kids. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, feel, I feel like that trope is happening way too often on the flash. And and the reason is cuz he's overpowered. Like if he knew how to use his powers, like if if he was as good as reverse flash or zoom, like there would no be no crime ever. Right. <laughs> because he'd be so powerful, he could take care of any problem. Oh, I'm um, calling it right now in the end of this season, he's going to go so fast he defeats Zoom, but he's going to go too fast and he's going to go into a different dimension. Yeah, d- d- disappear into the speed d- force. Into the speed force. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. The cliffhanger, yeah. And yeah, I'm because sick. We'll have, we'll have a lot of superheroes by then so they could focus on someone else for a while. Wally West, Kid Flash. Because <laughs> um, he'll be he'll be showing up in the uh, mid-season finale as I understand it. Oh, really? So, yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Dad. You would be just as good with your own son. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Iris. Uh, I wonder how he's gonna show up. Like, is Iris gonna just finally feel guilty and go find the kid, or is he gonna show up like on his own? Or I'm curious to see how that how that happens. But anyway, so that was the Flash. Uh, I think we covered it pretty well there. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, preview for the crossover looks good. Yeah, crossover looks so, good. We can talk more about that at the end with Arrow. But uh, that's so. There's no episodes really, next week. Yeah. Glow City got me really excited. I actually clapped. Well, I was very, I was very impressed they went there. But but the reason that's Earth Two is so like you you know we're never gonna see this, right, guys? Like same thing with Jay Garrick mentioning Atlantis. Like all this cool stuff in the DC universe, we can't afford to show you. It's all on Earth Two. Okay, (laughs) it's all over. All over there. Scapegoat. It's really, it's genius. Really, just like Supergirl, Supergirl, Superman. That's Earth Three. Yeah. Actually, oh man! Now yeah. I think about it. I was thinking that maybe they'll do re- one really cool episode where Grodd comes back and he comes back with the team of gorillas. No, and then no, no. I forgot about the production value for that. Well, That'll here's be- here's the, I think if you ever see Grodd again, like what they will come back somehow, like him and there's other gorilla characters like Solovar, I believe, is like the uh, the police officer, the police mm-hmm. chief of Gorilla City or whatever the, the Grodd's main antagonist. I don't know all kinds of comic book BS, but. I don't think you can ever. They will never go to Gorilla City on Earth Two. Like, if anything, 
one oh, of, yeah. they're, two, they're two or three of them will come yeah, to Earth. They'll come yeah. to Earth. One, but uh, so. but but good on them for Prime. good on them for doing a no. This is that's we are Earth Prime. Oh sorry, we are Earth Prime. Yeah, uh, and, it, and the comic books are Earth One. Wait, but aren't we Earth? Uh, it, no, we're not is Earth One. Flash so, going on. Let me right explain. Now? Let me explain to you what's going on. <laughs> explain. Let me explain to you what's going on. Did you ever read Crisis on Infinite Earths? I have it. I have. Or not Final Crisis. You've not ever read any of the Crisis. I've I read Final Crisis. Okay, Final. Okay, you know Final Crisis. You know Superboy Prime is the villain, right? Oh yes. So he is from our Earth, and he just read about superheroes and stuff. Oh. And and, and there's like a panel in Final Crisis where it's like, oh, I finally found my home. I'm I'm going back, and like he's reaching towards the reader, you know. So it's 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 very interesting. That makes yeah. more sense. So, so anyway, that's why they call him Superboy Prime because he's actually uh, would be from our. Now, if they ever made, and th- this will never happen. Okay, I know that trailer I've been showing everybody that I can find is really awesome when they combine all the characters together. But this is my dream project, and it'll never happen. That's fine. But have they ever made, like, a crisis movie? Okay, Bra- oh. Brandon Ralph is Earth 2 Superman, right? Because he's Christopher Reeve, right? He's, he's the mm-hmm. new Christopher Reeve. Uh, Henry Cavill is Earth 1 Superman. Tom Welling is Superboy Prime, right? Because he's always better playing the bad guy. <laughs> that'd be so awesome. And they make, they make a billion dollars. <laughs> but they wouldn't, they'll never do it. Superman versus Superman, right? Is that, I mean, come on. That would be really cool. I mean, forget Batman versus Superman. I don't want to see Superman versus Superman. Yeah. You, you, I, who'd win in a really, fight? Who's to know? Who's to say? Yeah. yeah. What's really funny that you bring up Batman versus Superman, people do know who would win, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, they're, okay, Kryptonite and Red Sun Rays and all. It's like, come on. The only reason yeah. Superman doesn't kill Batman is because he has a moral code against it. And he, he holds back. Right. So <laughs> well, unless it's against similarly powered opponents. Here's the deal. I don't. You like Man of Steel, right? Yes. I liked Man of Steel. I didn't love Man of Steel. Okay, but I liked Man of Steel, and and I think it could have been better, but I still enjoyed it. And I think it was a solid movie, a solid start to this new DC universe. Everybody complains about Superman killing Zod. Look, the reason Superman kills villains and Batman doesn't is because everyone Batman goes up against is is mortal, right? right. Or is human. They 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 can be captured and contained. That's why Batman cannot kill or chooses not to kill them, has a code against it, because there are other ways, right? Superman, when he's fighting people like Brainiac, Parasite, Metallo, Zod, Bizarre, like, like it's kill or be killed. Doomsday, it's kill or be killed, right? He can't just, like, capture these guys and put them in a prison cell. So, to me, that that's why it's acceptable for Superman to kill these villains and Batman okay. can't. That's my personal stance on it. Because Zod, Zod even tells him, like, look, it's me or you. I'm going to keep killing humans until you kill me. Like, what are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do at that point? So, Good point. I like that. I think am, about I that. that. Think about that. Write that down and store it in. Store it somewhere. So go yeah. and tell that, homeboy. Whenever that <laughs> argument comes up. Definitely. <laughs> I like that. All right. So segue, segue, segue. Yeah, there you go. Segue, <laughs> segue, segue to Arrow. Uh, Br- Brotherhood is the name of this episode. Pros um, before foes. Pros before foes. <laughs> uh, anyway, I read, I read it. I read it on Reddit or something. <laughs> here's the here's a description in this episode, which which I think is very just lame. Um, a shocking revelation complicates the battle between Team Arrow and Damian Dark. Thea loses control in front of Alex. <laughs> First of all, I guess that guy's name is Alex. But I'm going to keep calling him Tim Tebow. Um, <laughs> That was he, that he, was. He actually reminds me of uh, who's the, who's the brother character that played basketball in One Tree Hill. Uh, Lance would know. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I don't even watch One Tree Hill. 
He reminds me of the the son of the of the car car dealership. He owner. very well may be because it's all the same <laughs> network, right? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so the the main crux of this episode is they're fighting the ghosts, and uh, okay, well, a few weeks ago they were, they were fighting some ghosts. A ghost had Diggle in his sights, didn't kill him. Mm. Uh, interesting. All right, footnote. All right, or whatever you call it, uh, page note. Wait, take a note on that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> take, make, note. take note of that. Um, wasn't really mentioned. They they do mention it again in this episode, which is good. Okay, well, here's the deal. I, I just want to... There were, there were like three things that I wanted them to mention in this episode when this happened, and they were all mentioned, and I was very happy about it. One, they mention the ghost not killing Diggle earlier. It's clearly a setup for it being Andy. Check. Two, they mention Diggle's... Um, I always mess this up. Um, a- Andy's widow and yeah. and 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 the son, you know, of Andy. They mention them, and Diggle has to like, oh God, what do I tell him? And you know, he, they're better off thinking he was dead. And Lyle tells him, oh, they have a right to know, and that's a good conversation. I like that. Three, very important, and, I, and I'm, I was, I expected them not to do it, but they went there. Laurel and Diggle had a moment talking about this, where it's like, look, I I know all about resurrected siblings, okay? <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Can, can, uh, when I heard that, I was like. Laurel, just shut up. No, but <laughs> no, no, I, I, I really liked it because I'm like, look, you have to, you have to address this because right. it's the same yeah, thing no. just happened to okay. Laurel. I understand addressing it, but the way that she said it is like, oh my gosh, I am totally, I totally know what you're going yeah. through. <laughs> it was because <laughs> I did something awesome. I brought my sister back to life, which everyone thought was a horrible bad idea in the beginning. It was kind of CWish the way she, <laughs> she yeah. mentioned it, but like, I'm glad it went because if she didn't mention it, everyone would be like, what the hell. Like it's just happened to Laurel. It's happened many times to her and Sarah. So they actually, it's it's to me, it's just still so interesting to see them like have a friendship and have like scenes together because for like almost three years on the show, they had nothing to do with each other. <laughs> like two and a half years, they had no business with each other. And, you know, uh, and, and now they're like BFFs, but anyway, all those things were just, I liked it. What did you think about the whole, how they executed bringing um, Andy back? Okay. To be honest, the arrow was my least favorite show this week. And I actually had more, I I wouldn't say I enjoyed it a little bit more. I thought the flashback was a little bit more interesting in story on my side, because really this was just getting a normal person out of a building of star, star, uh, of, of troop clone. Ah, I can't talk, uh, clone troopers (laughs) because they can't shoot, but, that's besides the fact it was just that it, it was a very interesting way because it, it it introduced a lot of different things it, it, it was a plot device episode if anything they need to explain a lot of things that are going on they showed uh what happens with uh damien and i mean dark and why can't i talk today damien dark <laughs> damien dark <laughs> and uh speedy uh, they they show that show show a little weakness which was cool, uh, but there was really good fighting scenes there. Oh, yeah, excellent! I, now now actually yeah. that that's that's something I want to bring up. Excellent fighting scenes. The guy who directed this episode actually was their second unit action director, their stunt choreographer or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the guy, I mean, his specialty was action scenes. Like the, okay, the, the one that it, stuck it, out it, to me is they start fighting on one floor. They go into an elevator. <laughs> The camera follows them up through the elevator, and then they go to the next yeah. floor. That was so cool. I didn't even realize it until like the they went up to the second floor and the elevator doors open. 
It's like, oh, hell, they were in an elevator. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, actually, and they had a lot of those type of shots where they were, like, following people, and the this, it was a shaky cam. Or the shot, where they, like, the shot where they all jump off the roof. Yeah. yeah I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, did I just, am I watching a completely different show? Because I've never seen it done this way. It was really nice. I really liked it, but it took away from plot-wise. Like, I'm used to sitting down and having them talk for a while, but there was a lot of action, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, that Arrow had always been have awesome action. Like, that's been the strength of Arrow, because no one, for the most part, has superpowers. You oh, get some true. really good choreography. Because, like, with the Flash, like, okay, well, he's going to run around real fast and punch you, and Superman, <laughs> Supergirl's going to punch you into, like, a building. Right. So you really can't have a lot of back and forth, and I love all the martial arts and all that stuff with Von uh, uh, Arrow. I know it's something that we always overlook for any type of show or any type of movie, but if you're going to have all these like super strong, like warriors who are really good at fighting and they can't shoot, hmm. it does just bother me a lot. Cause like they, they come like all you know, the, their guns. They, yeah. They, they come with their guns and they end up not using it. <laughs> then, well, the league of assassins, that's what was good about them. They just had swords. Yeah. Like, okay, league good. assassins. I understand, but if you're going to have these ghosts actually have guns, have them use it. Like, there's, like, two, two times where they actually try to shoot at them. And, well, the, every single time they try shooting it, they give up their weapons. It's like, okay, this is not working. Well, it's a, cl- it's a classic storytelling. I don't know if it's yeah, a storytelling I, it, trope or whatever, but if there's one ninja, he's unstoppable. But if there's 100 <laughs> ninjas, they're just, like, cannon fodder. Because <laughs> like, you remember, do you remember in season two of Arrow when, like, the, the very first episode where the League of Assassins showed up, like, looking for Sarah? It was like those three. It was those three guys, and like Oliver, yes. Oliver shoots the guy with an arrow, and he catches it behind his head. Mm-hmm. And it was like so badass, and like and like these guys are unstoppable. There's just and three then, of them. Right? And then Laurel with two days of training beats. Them. Yeah, it's it's like they've really watered them down. Like like uh, like Oliver, I can believe it. Sarah, I can believe it. And I guess Thea, I can believe it because Malcolm trained her. Okay, yeah. but I don't care. Like like I believe Sarah even told Diggle and. Uh, in season two, like he's like, oh, I'm gonna go with you and fight against the League of Assassins. She's like, John, you have military training, but these men will mow you down like you're nothing, you know. And that's that's intimidating, and that's you know accurate to the League of Assassins. But nowadays, he's just he's just shooting up the place. Like, is his gun not lethal? I don't have we established that yet. I don't think we've established, <laughs> or he's just doing non kill shots. Um, and it's weird because he he chooses to shoot, and he also chooses to fight. It like. You could easily just shoot every single time and and win. I I don't know. He's the only one who can hit people, anyways. Um, <laughs> but the the action was really good though. Like the whole scene where the the grenade was thrown and he gets thrown into the uh, Oliver gets thrown into the to the wall and he actually gets hurt and they have to. Cover oh yeah, him. yeah, the, yeah. The, it, it was spot on. But but why why did Andy take his mask off there? <laughs> <laughs> and what and what are the odds that like okay they're in some building. I don't know what they were doing at the beginning of the episode. There's some building. Diggle is in one room. Uh, there, one ghost comes in there. He shoots him, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get an idea on this ghost." And yeah. that's Andy. Like, what are the odds? <laughs> I'm sure they could have come up with a better scenario. Like, I don't know. That, 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 that's what I mean. I felt like this was just a plot, plot device. But to, to what end, though? Because at the end, of the, I was waiting this whole episode for this. Okay, finally, Diggle and Andy are gonna talk, right? <laughs> It was like, it's all true. <laughs> I'm like, is that it? <laughs> like, there, there's got to be more to this, right? Like like you said, this this guy's a kind of, he's a well-known, he's not a famous actor, but he's a familiar face. He was in Bones, so he's, a, he's an established actor. 
Mm-hmm. So obviously this guy's gonna have a bigger role, but like, and but where is this cage they have? By the yeah. way, how big is this basement at Palmer Technology? Uh, I w- I was kind of hoping that Dark was like just infiltrated them, and Dark was like living through his brother a little that's, bit, like that's controlling BS. him. That's BS. Uh, I don't know. You always have these crazy theories. That's <laughs> I, hey, I'm the crazy theory guy. I'm also the general audience guy. So. That's true. That's true. Um, hey. I was the one who said that we'll probably see the Danvers again, and look what happened. All right, well, there so. you go. And we, and we did see Superman fly by as well. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I think there's obviously more to be told there. Obviously, he was doing bad things, like mm-hmm. whatever his drug deals were or, or whatever. We, so that much is certain. Now, we just don't know at what point did, like, because they still didn't really establish what the ghosts are. Like Damian Dark says, people don't know how right they are about calling ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, uh, I say it every week, but Neil McDonough just continues to make this season of Arrow mm-hmm. just so much better than last season. Yeah. Like it is, it, the whole season is much better. But he elevates every episode, like in every scene he's in. Just mm-hmm. he has so much fun being evil, and <laughs> I like how he's always like at his desk doing stuff, like <laughs> writing notes. <laughs> like how much paperwork do you have to do as the leader of? Because whenever anyone comes in there, he's always like writing a note. He's writing on his stationery or something, it, uh- you know. Is he is he the the leader of Hive? Because I remember one of the episodes he was talking about like the associates at Hive, like there's like it feels like there's more than one person that's actually in charge of Hive. Well, I feel like he he left the League of Assassins and he established Hive. Now, how long ago that was? That's that's unknown. Probably mm-hmm. maybe a hundred years ago. I mean, because if if Rachel Ghoul was as old as he was when he became you know in charge. That's true. And I, we do have know. Savage coming in two weeks. Yeah, so. we have Savage, another immortal character. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, 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 obviously we're going to learn a lot more about, about him and his magic. Cause he's always doing these like magic sacrifices and stuff like that. We're not really sure. It's going to somehow tie. I don't think it'll tie in directly, but I think there will be some explanation by way of the Island. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, what, because we saw what? the Baron doing some, some, some voodoo stuff <laughs> this week. It was um, just kind of funny. Cause he was just holding like a pot. <laughs> so like, nothing. He's just holding some sticks. I like that though, because that's that's what, that's what it would be in real life. You'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I like. I was just waiting for some like them to start glowing or some BS. Yeah, like, I nope, thought it was nope. glowing or like he's just holding twig- some sticks. <laughs> um, anyway, or 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 they had plans for it, but they didn't have the budget. And they're like, so well, let's just... just we'll leave it up to the viewer. <laughs> we, we, we you know we're gonna get the flash some of our budget this week. That gorilla was really expensive. <laughs> Um, so Oliver, I mean, he didn't really lie to the girl about her brother because it was the other guy's fault that he died, but I think that's going to come out and bite him later on, you know? Uh, so, but I I gotta say, I'm really enjoying the Island plot this year. Yes. Yes. And that's what I meant. I I felt like the Island plot was a little bit more interesting that even though it was a lot really short, I found it a little bit more interesting than the actual plot. Well, this is my favorite Island plot since season one, because season two had that God awful love triangle between shadow slade and oliver and it was that was just the worst like it was so bad like and then I, the next season where they bring in and the next season was china state. yeah well yeah. yeah well that's that's oh god that's terrible that of all the <laughs> of all the horrible things to happen in china shadow's twin sister was the the worst like why did you need to do that like I, wh- oh. what's really funny is that if she had the same skills as shadow yeah maybe i understand there's <laughs> just a citizen. Yeah, and then if I were <laughs> Oliver and I knew that Shadow had a twin sister, I'd tell Slade, like, hey, you need to go look up this girl. She'll saw, you know? <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> but I'm really glad that the, the flashbacks are, are back to being something good. Now, I was thinking he'd get off the island at some point, 
this year and go to Russia, but we're running out of time. Uh, like, oh man, if he goes to Russia, like in between seasons four and five, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, well, I just got back from Russia. I spent three months with the KG beast and, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Anatoly. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I think they'll they'll figure out a way. Gotta Who start knows? growing that hair. He cannot cut hey, his hair anymore. Hey, wait, what if middle of the season the Russians are the one that come to the island looking for the exact same thing, and or the Russians are the ones who are helping Waller out as well? Yeah, I mean we we we've completely he could be, they forgotten. Distraction team. He is on a mission for this for this for Argus right now. Yeah, and like that has been completely like. Like, were they going to check in on him at some point? Like, what do they want him to be doing there? Um, anyway. Make friends. <laughs> and then, you know, and all, we completely awesome. didn't talk about Ray Palmer at all this episode. Um, because Which, I, because he didn't really matter at all, to be honest. Well, the one thing that I did realize with Ray there was it was the whole too many cooks scenario again. Right, now, just like was, last season, yeah. Yeah, there's just way too many people, and I'm happy they're giving their own show. Get all but these now, extra characters out of here. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, get them out. But then now I'm thinking, it's like, wait, but what if the new show just has too many main characters? Well, no, they're not, but the whole purpose of that show is to have all these characters. Like, yeah. like the, the Flash and Arrow, like, they have their own things going on. That other show is purely to have... <laughs> It's purely a place to put all these extra characters they've accumulated over the last few years. Um, like, so. I miss I miss that Sarah's going to be part of the show, but I mean, part of Arrow. I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss her, but mm. you know, what are you going to do? Right? It's like, it's too many characters. Yeah, it's just way too many characters. And they need to bring. I'm sure they'll bring Roy back at some point in some capacity. Mention his name. I I don't know if they'll show him because he has that his own show or something. That's Is it going. show? I thought, isn't he working on a new show or something like that? I mean, I, he was trying to be in movies. I think he was in San Andreas oh. and stuff like that. Okay. But Not 100% sure. I don't know either. But uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll return in some capacity. So, uh, And then I'm sure they'll keep introducing more characters. I mean, they have to, right? More villains and stuff like that. They're going to kill somebody off, though. We know that. So there'll be a space For on, sure. the, on the cast. Which, I, I still think it's Felicity. Yeah, I can... So I saw something. I didn't click on it, but then it's like clues of who is going to die, and I didn't want to click on it because I'd actually rather be surprised. Well, I, I think I mean as Damian Dark said to Lance this week, like he's not going to kill him because he knows that his daughters are more important to him than himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they're not going to kill Laurel. Right. Everybody thinks it's going to be the, the detective Lance. It won't be. They're not going to kill him. Um, oh, and now Dark is up against Oliver, Oliver. and who's Oliver's girlfriend? You know, Felicity. Right. So it's it's it makes perfect sense. But uh, they can't kill Felicity. They're, they're gonna kill. Her. She's <laughs> she she's not a mythos character for Green Arrow. Okay, it's true. So I, she's dead. <laughs> I still I still think Thea would probably be. It, uh, they just I'm, killed Thea. They just killed Thea last year. Exactly. <laughs> then leave her dead this time. They're not. Or leave her with Malcolm. Because, okay, what are they going to do to make, oh, I guess there's the magic that can hold her bloodlust back. Right. But that, that, I still feel like that's a plot hole for two reasons. One for her, we need to figure out how to cure her. And number two is that Sarah, she's going to be on a new show and she's going to have a bloodlust. Yeah, that's gonna be really weird. I'm, I'm sure it'll be cured somehow. Probably through magic. magic. Now I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering if Damien's magic is powered by the Lazarus Pit. 
Well, he took some Lazarus water with him when he left the league, so I know that much. Yeah, um, and that's why it backfired. On, that actually, that surprised me. That was very interesting. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's that, like, why? That, is it because she was dead? Is it because she was in the Lazarus pit? Like, why? We need to figure out why that backfired on him. And we and will, she, because he is going to go figure it out. She lost the, uh, the bloodlust as well. Uh-huh. So maybe whatever, maybe, she, oh, Okay, so the bloodless is supposedly like another soul or something. Well, but, I don't, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> we, we don't know what Damien. And there are no real Nick. Yeah, it's it's know. all a bunch of BS. <laughs> they don't even know yet. I, I'm sure. So. Well, Damien um, Dark, he sucks something out of people, and that's what. Well, their life energy. Their life. I yeah, guess. and maybe yeah. So maybe it's just that evil life. Yeah, energy. I, I'm surprised oh. he's been in every single episode. Oh yeah. So far. Like, is it, you know, special appearance by Neil McDonough. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, cool. <laughs> it's not really special anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's in every episode, which is great. Like I said, he's elevating every scene, every episode he's in. But I'm just, I, I think we're going to have a stretch here where he's not in a few episodes. <laughs> just because he's been in so many up till now. Um, hmm. Well, one last point I'll make about Arrow, and then we'll wrap this up, is uh, I'd never heard that Star Star City had a bay before. Um you would think Oliver would want to, you know, redo the glades. Oh, right. You know, because right. that was, you know, the narrows of uh, Star City. Uh, that was such a huge part about season one. I would have thought he might want to, you know, what's the gentr- gentrificate that? Yeah. Uh, he actually uses that word, too. Gentrification? Yeah. Yeah, he uses that, too. That's the reason why he wanted to do the bay. To Gentrification. Make the... <laughs> I We're like him. I, I, I like his little nod. It's like, maybe I should get the arrow to endorse me. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Lance thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, um... Yeah, I, I, so I guess we're much like the Dark Knight trilogy just ignored the glades after <laughs> the Batman begins. I guess Arrow's going to ignore the glades after season two. So uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's all the episodes were good. I we're on track. I'm liking we're, it. Yeah, we're uh, we're on track, and we're. I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen at this crossover. Um, I guess I guess next week I'll we'll talk about a Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> the you even though, we'll, we'll, we'll we should watch it and pretend that the episode this week's episode never. You're right. Next week is Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll take next week off. Right. We won't talk specifically about the next episode of Supergirl because it's already happened. Well, if we have any pressing thoughts on it, we'll just wrap it in the next uh, two weeks from now's show. So that'll be episodes four and six of Supergirl. <laughs> and then I think it's episode eight of The Flash and Arrow. Yes, it's going to be episode yeah. eight. And there's actually one more episode for each show after the crossover. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they can't end on the, the crossover. The crossover. They, have, they have to end with something specific to their show. Oh, one, okay. one last thing. That, that reminds me about The Flash, though. Interesting that Zoom showed up, and then John Wesley Ship showed up the next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm really thinking that now is probably going to be the father. Yeah. It's just, it's just odd that Wells doesn't recognize him. Well, Wells, they, they, they kind of had a weird like, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was weird, but they had a moment there. He's like, well, thank you, Doctor Wells, and maybe, maybe Wells knows that Barry Allen's dad is Zoom because he knows all about Zoom. Yeah, that's what I mean, and. But it's weird that Wells isn't saying anything about it. Like know. they're just maybe, they're still trying oh, to make him mysterious, right? Yeah. May well maybe Wells thinks that if he told her that that was his dad, it'd be harder for Barry to fight. So that's oh, yeah, why exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, that'll be a good reveal for at the 
Because that's when, that's when they'll do it, right? They'll do it in the uh, at the end of the uh, mid-season uh, finale. Mid-season finale. That's what they did. That's what they did last year with uh, Thawne or you know Wells at the time. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's good. I mean, I, this is this is good stuff, man. This is I'm, I'm it's it's fun to watch these shows every week, and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, yeah. And the, when this the crossover, just I'm just excited. For that it. was the best man last year. That was so odd. I mean, Flash versus Arrow. I mean, that, that's that's your Batman versus Superman right there. <laughs> you know, and that was so cool. Um, I mean, and, and the stakes would be high this time because you you have literally all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess Van, does Vandal Savage have an army too? Like, uh, where, where did all these villains get these armies, right? Yeah. Um, and we have Hawkman showing up too, and without really explaining, he's gonna why cramp. He's, cramp uh, he's gonna cramp uh, Cisco's style. Cisco. Well, now I'm kind of sad because now Cisco's girlfriend's definitely never gonna be a returning character because she has her own show. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know they cross over all the time. You know, there's so much. I mean, uh, had Laurel and, and uh, Detective Land showing up on the Flash last year. Uh, Cisco and was popped it up on Arrow, you know. So it's that—that's—that's that's what uh, I just remembered when he did kiss her and then realized that she is going to be Hot Girl. Mm-hmm. He was actually even more like interested because mm-hmm. he's always loved superheroes. No, that's true. So yeah. I was like, oh, he got—he got what he wanted. Yep. <laughs> is that—is that in the actual universe though? Is Cisco and Hot Girl? I don't know. I think I think he has vibe has some sort of interesting uh, friendship with Hawkman. I think, but I I honestly don't know because vibe is like a class D character. Class D. Hey, uh, that's why I like Secret uh, Secret Six because. Well, I mean, in the in the just and the in in this this uh, this comic has gone through many iterations, anyway, but the uh, uh, Justice League of America comic book from the New Fifty Two. When it started, it was like Martian Manhunter, Hawkman, Vibe. Um, oh, really? I honestly forget. <laughs> Star Girl. Was it all these all these C, D, and B listers? <laughs> um, but you know, that, that that's my only exposure to to Vibe in the comic books is is in that comic book, which they canceled it and turned into like Justice League Canada or Justice League International or. I don't know, all, all kinds of nonsense. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on in the New 52 anymore. Who cares? <laughs> it, no, New 52 is over. So. Oh, it's over? Yeah, well, from what I understand, it's over. Well, like, it's not. It I mean, they, they, stopped, they stopped branding it finally. Branding, what's yeah. four years later? It's about time. So, mm-hmm. uh, But anyway, who, who re- comics are for losers, am I right? Hey, hey, <laughs> that's, not, that's not funny. I enjoy reading comics. <laughs> comics are for nerds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the show called, though? <laughs> this show is called DCTV Week in Review. Um, anyway, if you want to find us on social media, we are at Nerds Explain It All on Facebook. We're also at Nerds Explain on Twitter. So look us up, add us, send us a message. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of these shows. We are enjoy- uh, the TV, the TV superhero TV game is strong this season. So I'm except for heroes, except for heroes, which I have just I don't even I don't even check and make sure the DVR recorded it. I'm just like, look if it if it did great, if not, then I'll I'll live. Like that's where I am because these shows are so good. I don't have time for heroes, man. I have time for the the reason I stuck with heroes for as long as I did to the bitter end because it was that or Smallville. That was it, you know. Yeah. Two shows, okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. But we got we got three quality shows. We got a fourth one coming, you know. And like I said, I have a life to live too. So I got so many hours in my and, day. And imagine if you actually watch Shield. Oh my god! <laughs> now, Agent Carter, I will make time for. Oh, well, 
Okay. That's a good show. That's a good show. I need. I never caught. I never caught the first season. So. Are you serious? Yeah. You're sexist. Uh, it, what? No. <laughs> it. It was at the time where I stopped. Got disinterested in Shield. Mm-hmm. So I stopped watching that. And when I heard that there was gonna be like a precursor to Shield, I was like, ah, no, not really interested. Isn't Jessica Jones come out this week? Yes, it comes out tomorrow. Oh, oh well. it might come out at midnight tonight, actually. All right, totally enjoy. Fair. I will maybe watch it at some point. Yeah. Oh, I'm not watching it tonight. I got work. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, Jessica Jones, what is what are you? <laughs> like, Daredevil has some real brand recognition, so they were smart to lead off with that show. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I will watch Jessica 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 Jones. Jessica jo- I'll watch the Jessica Jones at some point. Um, but uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Not not in one day like I did with Daredevil. So yeah, Daredevil is kind of hard to turn off. Though. It's it's yeah. Lance and I watched thirteen episodes straight. It was it was it was a lot of fun, but it was getting kind of it's getting kind of old there near at the end. So <laughs> it's like just get to it. I think Netflix tried to stop us like three or four times. Are like, you still watching? Are you still watching? Yeah, hell yes, I'm still watching Daredevil. <laughs> now leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that's gonna do it this week. If uh, I already said all that, so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see you guys in a couple weeks talking about Supergirl, The Flash, and The Arrow. <laughs>